everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Back in episode 29, I shared that we'd be tackling some tough questions as we journey through Romans. Today, we're looking at the question, if God reveals himself to all people according to Romans 1, why do we share the gospel? In today's Devo, David reminds us that believing in Jesus is not about works, words, or will, but a heart and life transformed. And in Romans 10, we start to see just how that heart transformation takes place. Romans 10, 9-10 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. So how are hearts saved? Through faith. But more specifically, belief and confession. We must realize how broken and sinful we are. We can't measure up. That's what we confess. And we believe Christ paid the debt our brokenness earns. But not only did he die taking the punishment we deserve, rather, he rose again defeating the grave so that through faith or belief in him, we might find life. And this life, as Paul points out, is available to everyone. You don't have to be Jewish or Greek or have been raised a certain way. Everyone can find life in Christ. Romans 10, 11 through 13 in the New Living Translation says, Anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But that brings us to our question. If God reveals himself to all people according to Romans 1, why do we need to share the gospel? And Paul, anticipating his audience might be wondering the same thing, answers that with actually three questions. Verse 14, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That's why the scriptures say, Paul says, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Verse 17, so faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news of Christ, the gospel. And all throughout the book of Romans, we're watching Paul unpack this news. In Romans 1 through 3, we saw that all people are broken and without excuse for their brokenness. In Romans 1, we saw that God has revealed to all people his existence through creation. Romans 2, we saw God has given us a conscience. Deep down, we all know what's right and what's wrong. And ultimately in Romans 3, we saw that all people, regardless of where they come from, are without excuse for their brokenness. And in Romans 4 through 8, we got God's rescue plan. In chapter 4, we learned that faith has always been how God rescues people, as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Back in chapter 5, we found that even though saved people still live in a broken world, we can have peace with God through Christ. It's in him that we find our justification. And in chapter 6, we saw that our salvation doesn't give us a free pass to sin. Chapter 7 reminded us that our relationship with God, it's not dependent upon our performance as we are now under the new covenant. And even though we still sin, chapter 8 reminds us that there is no condemnation, as Chase shared, for those who are in Christ, and that we've been given the Spirit who helps us in our weaknesses. But in chapter 9, we get a shift. Chapters 1 through 3 were basically showing us that all people are broken without excuse. We're sinners. 
chapters 4 through 8, God's rescue plan. And in chapter 9, Paul anticipated what his audience might be wondering. What about the Israelites? Did God's plan fail if the Old Covenant had become void? I mean, didn't God set Israel apart for a specific purpose? The Israelites tried to pursue God through the law and faith. They acted as if their relationship with God depended on their works, which, as Roman 4 showed us, remember, that was never the case. Yet, the Gentiles, those who aren't Jewish, have grasped this idea that we're saved through faith. The Israelites are still missing God's heart for them. They're not getting it, and this actually grieves Paul. I can't help but see Paul's heart in asking God why. God, why is this your plan? Ultimately, Paul's answer is that God is God and we're not. We're not going to understand everything God does. And that's where chapter 10 picks up. Paul expresses his desire for the Israelites to be saved. He wants them to know truth, to be grafted in. But reality is the Israelites, God's chosen people, had heard truth for years and years. Verse 21, we talked about this in the last episode. But of Israel, Jesus says, All day long, I have held out my hand to a disobedient and contrary people. Romans chapters 9 through 11 help us understand God's sovereignty. What are his plans? What's he up to? Ever wondered that yourself? While we will never have all the answers, one thing is clear. God wants humanity to know him and to have a flourishing relationship with him. He reveals himself through creation He gives us a conscience so we might discern what's in our best interest. He set apart a family, the Israelites, to live in such a way that the rest of the world would be drawn to their God. When humanity continued to fall short, he sent his own son to take the punishment that we deserve. And now, and really always, he uses broken people to accomplish his purposes. He invites us in. As Matthew 28, 19 through 20 says, we're called to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you, Jesus says, and behold, his Spirit is with us always, even till the end of the age. At the end of the day, while Israel rejected God, it's clear God has not rejected humanity, so much so that he invites us into his rescue mission and calls us to share the gospel with those who are lost. We're living in the middle of his grand rescue plan, and I'm so glad we're on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.